0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Boxstruck. I am your host, Matt Brady. Guys, it is finally here. It feels like forever. Since we did not get an E3 Nintendo Direct in 2022, we did, however, get the big September Direct like we've gotten every year. So right around Tokyo Game Show, this is the one we're getting this year. Let's go ahead, dive in, and take a look at just what we're getting this year because... Even though it's not a new Nintendo Switch, it's a ton of games, and it feels like a wallet-busting season. A little bit more than usual for me. Just going to go down the list here in kind of a random order. Obviously, starting off the big one, which we saw at the end of the show, was Breath of the Wild 2, which finally has a title, Tears of the Kingdom, and it's coming out May 12, 2023, which I think is actually a good time for it. You know, Breath of the Wild 1 came out same time, it wasn't holiday season, which also should let us know that they have some big mega game planned for next holiday season since it's not going to be Breath of the Wild 2. So we can take that certainly with a grain of salt as we think about it. It looked good. We saw a little bit more of it. We got to see a little bit more of the sky. It was only about a minute worth of footage. So we're going to have to kind of go through, hyper analyze it. This game, I don't know. It seems like we're getting all of Hyrule that we saw before and a little bit more going on in the sky. I'm going to imagine that's just going to end up being dungeons. If I really have to take a guess, I kind of feel like it's basically going to be the map of Breath of the Wild expanded out. Some stuff we probably actually won't get to explore that was there. You know, there's probably going to be new since there's not corrupted stuff going on like we've seen before. And now we will get whatever's going on in the realm as well. And then we will also get these sky zones, which I feel like are just going to end up being the dungeons and maybe some shrines. I don't think it's going to be this like huge world above take away sort of the divine beasts, give us dungeons that'll all be in the sky, possibly, you know, lore wise, some connection to skyward sword. I'm going to be doing some skydiving. We'll have to see. We still need to see a little bit more on it. Cause even though we've gotten a little bit of it, we haven't actually gotten a ton on it pikmin 4 was announced surprising kind of this photorealistic look we got for it all we really got was just a few images we didn't really get anything further on it it said that this game was going to be completed for quite some time has been these sort of rumblings and rumors online and now it's finally here at least on this trailer miyamoto himself has stated that this game was close to completion in 2015 so if that's the case uh, I don't know what have they been doing with this game for all this time. Was this supposed to be like a Wii U title, right? I mean, who knows? Fire Emblem Engage was announced. It's gonna be a new mainline game. Saw a character that has sort of red and blue hair merged. Characters that we had seen in the past, like Marth, you're gonna be able to join your party. I almost thought for a second maybe it was some sort of like merger of Marth and Roy was was this main character we saw. But then you get a male and a female version of them. It's called Fire Emblem Engage. My guess is it's probably gonna feel maybe much closer to say Fire Emblem Awakening was on the 3DS rather than say Fire Emblem Three Houses. Probably a little more traditional. Hopefully we get an overworld to run around in because that was what I really loved most about Fire Emblem Three Houses because I've not really played many other Fire Emblem games, but to be able to play that on its own is gonna be, was I thought pretty cool. Kirby's return to dreamland deluxe brings a Wii classic to the switch so Kirby's return to dreamland was released on the Wii in 2011 and now it's coming back kind of has some of the visuals on it reminds me of the 3D 3ds games specifically like if you ever played Smash Brothers the 3ds version you could put this sort of black border around the characters and it would give them sort of this like pop so you could actually like find where they were at I don't know that's just like sort of my first Takeaway, but uh didn't play Return to Dreamland, but I have played Kirby's Dreamland and I have played other Kirby games as well. Uh February 24th, 2023. There's actually a lot of stuff in this sort of early window, which was really cool to be able to see that. Probably end up picking that up, actually, because I don't know. Kirby games are just kind of fun. It's like you buy one every few years. I didn't play the most recent big 3D one on the Switch. I probably will at, at, at some point. Octopath Traveler 2 looks absolutely amazing. Looks just like the first game, which is fine because the first game looked amazing. So if we're getting a second one, I'm 100% down. I don't even need to see anymore. You know, I picked up Triangle Strategy, just couldn't get into it. I picked up Bravely Default and it's the same team that has worked on this but I don't know there was just something more about Octopath Traveler I need to give that live Alive game a chance because I've heard that Octopath Traveler was sort of inspired by it I'm in and this actually is not an ex- Switch exclusive like Octopath Traveler 1 was initially it'll be on PC PS5 PS4 as well and that's not the only Square Enix game there's quite a bit more to get to Bayonetta 3 got a new trailer it looks good Bayonetta It's just not a game series I'm particularly super interested in. But one of the things I like looking at Bayonetta, the games, especially since they've been on Nintendo hardware, is these are some of the games that actually tend to try to push Nintendo hardware as hard as possible. So they've all looked visually stunning. And to be able to see these games running that good just kind of reminds me that you know, developers are still tapping into everything that the Switch has got. And right now I'm playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and it's kind of like, I don't know, the game looks so good and I'm playing on a Switch OLED that I'm still like, man, this system still has quite a few years left. Even though I know it's like we'd much rather have a new one, I think it just comes down to the developer. Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line is coming. It's a celebration of the franchise's music and it's out early next year. The ultimate celebration of franchise music. I played both of the games it was really sort of like an original and then there was sort of the sequel was almost more sort of like a deluxe version and it's this rhythm game that was on the 3ds and i probably put more time into that than i put to any game or games if you can, if you count both of them on the 3ds not even close To be entirely honest, no game even came close to the amount of time I put into both of those games. It was just so addicting. Now, my big sort of question is how this is going to work on the Switch, because you played both games on the 3DS using the stylus. And I mean, you're like hammering the stylus. Onto that, So I don't really want to be doing that on my Nintendo Switch screen, even though the Switch does have touchscreen, but I imagine they're going to have some sort of way to do it. It looked like maybe you were playing sort of with analog sticks. I picked up the Kingdom Hearts, whatever it is, Melody something or other for the Switch, and that was kind of fun, the way they sort of do that with the button controls, but it's a different style, say, than Theater Rhythm was on the 3DS. We saw a huge slew of games that will be coming out for the Nintendo 64 online service. GoldenEye 007 by far was sort of the big one, and it's going to have online play. Not sure how it's going to work. I think you're probably going to have to match up with friends and then decide to go play online. It's finally here. It's something we've been wanting forever, and to be honest, it's probably going to be the Switch's best first-person shooter. There are, while there are a few, I think this is the one we've all wanted, which is crazy because it's this like, old game, but... However, the the licensing they got for that thing has to be absolutely insane to think about because you've got Rare who has part of it, Nintendo who has part of it, Microsoft now owns Rare, and Amazon now owns 007. So, I don't know how the licensing for this whole thing worked, but it is coming to the Switch Online service. In addition, they announced Pilot Wings Mario Party 1, 2, and 3, Pokemon Stadium, and that's kind of interesting, because Pokemon Stadium had connectivity with Pokemon like Red and Blue, we'll have to see if anything ever comes of that, but probably not, as well as 1080 Snowboarding and Excite Byte 64, which are all good games, but we also just got Wave Race, so that was the one I was waiting for the most, so glad to have it. Continuing on, we got Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Reunion, which I i am so in to this i'm gonna get it on switch even though i could get it on more powerful hardware just because it's going to be a game that i'm going to dive into i've never played crisis core on the psp i know it's like top five psp games for whatever reason just never got into it but it's one i've always wanted to go back and play and i have recently played the final fantasy 7 remake and like a year ago i did like a full final fantasy 7 replay on switch just the original game in sort of not its original format but in that format and it was just so much fun to go back and relive it. So this actually is one of these games this and Harvestella are another game. Square Enix was all over the place on this and has been all over the Switch uh recently, but this is a game I'm super super stoked for. It's probably going to be my my big December game. Honestly, it's like everything that's coming out this year with the exception maybe of like Gotham Knights. It's like all on switch that's what i'm all here for we got to see wave three of mario kart 8 deluxe booster course pass and it's including just a few new tracks feels like every time they show off mario kart 8 and it's sort of booster pack i always just dive back in for a little bit it hasn't been enough to really suck me back in but splatoon 3 just came out so that's sort of my like switch go-to online game we're getting a few things from we're getting what Mary Mountain from Mario Kart Tour. Peach Gardens from Mario Kart DS. And of course, it's going to have more than that. It feels like we get, we get eight tracks every time. Those are just the ones they happen to show off. Mario Strikers is getting its, uh, an update, adding in Daisy and, or excuse me, adding in Pauline and Diddy Kong to the roster, a new stadium. You know, I picked that game up hoping I would have like a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I don't know what it is, but it's just sort of barren and there's not a lot going on and the game just falls flat real fast. So if you have a good group of people you can play online with, then I imagine you'll have a ton of fun with that. Resident Evil Village has Resident Evil 2 and 3 and 7, the sort of the remakes of 2 and 3 are coming out on the cloud version. I've not tried any cloud versions on Switch. I imagine it's probably not a great experience. And for whatever reason, Kingdom Hearts is on the cloud version. So, you know, for whatever reason, Square Enix decided to go that route with that. Maybe it's for some sort of licensing thing with Disney so they could, like, pull it at any time. But here we're getting, you know, Resident Evil. I don't know. I just just don't. I would never, I don't know. I've not played cloud version, so I can't really speak a lot to them, but I just, I don't know. As soon as I hear cloud version, my mind's just like, no. This was kind of an interesting game called Fay Farm. It's a farm sim RPG. Let's four players play. So imagine, you know, there's a lot of farm sims on the Switch. In fact, I think we saw like three new ones, if you include Harvestella, all on the Switch, all at once. And there's a ton of Story of Seasons, which I think there was one of those. And harvest moon games and all of them there's a ton of them this one just sort of had kind of interesting visuals i think it looked interesting am i going to pick it up probably not the only farm sim i've gotten is stardew valley but this harvestella game is is kind of looking it just looks interesting tunic arrives later this month it's sort of like inspired by legend of zelda i think it's been out for a few other systems as well and just looks sort of fun I'll probably, I probably will pick it up or at least put it on my wish list, and if ever goes on sale, then I'll definitely be checking it out. Sifu is coming to Switch, which is that sort of kung fu brawler, which a lot of people were playing earlier. Kind of the way it goes on Nintendo Switch. Everybody else gets everything first. Yeah, that's another one that, hey, if it goes on sale, I didn't pick it up on anything Do I pick it up on PC? Do I pick it up on Switch? Will remain to be seen. Front Mission finally got a new update. We hadn't seen anything of it since its first trailer. And it's going to be Front Mission 1, Front Mission 2. And it's also confirmed that, hey, they're redoing Front Mission 3. So it's coming in 2023. So, well, the first game, excuse me, is 2022. Second game is 2023. And apparently Front Mission 3. So the fact that we're getting more Front Mission, I'm 100% down. Tales of Symphonia is getting the rem- the remastered version is going to be coming to Switch now. They did not say if it's just going to be the t- if it's the Tales of Symphonia collection, which came out on PS3 and I think came out on or came out on Wii as well as a few other systems, which I do have, which included the Wii. There's a Wii Tales of Symphonia sequel that was included in the remaster. That was on PlayStation 3, and I think a few other systems as well, but this might just be only Tales of Symphonia remastered. Radiant Silvergun came out, which, uh, if you're a fan of games, you know, those sort of vertical shmups, uh, it's definitely sort of a classic, and absolutely, you know, one of those games, like, man, if you had a Sega Saturn, this was like, you know, one of those great sort of shoot 'em ups just like Ikaruga, so if you are a fan of that, then you will Definitely should check it out. I probably will if it ever goes on sale because Ikaruga is a lot of fun and sort of a classic. But, I mean, I feel like if you were to sort of ask shmup fans, like, what are, like, the top five sort of classic games, I feel like Radiant Silvergun is probably in there. And there definitely were some other games like Just Dance and an endless endless dungeon game. The one that sort of stood out to me, which I found to be kind of funny, and I'll close with this, was the fitness boxing sort of Switch game. Uh, is getting a fist of the North Star workout section to it, or it's getting it's? They're gonna combine and make a fist of North Star sort of workout game. I don't know. Kind of sound seem kind of fun. Maybe that is gonna be punch out for Switch owners. If you're a Switch owner and you like punch out and you you know you know you love the classic mike tyson's punch out or super punch out games maybe this is as close as we'll ever get to anything being on the switch so with that guys yeah thoughts on the nintendo direct in general feels like we're a long way off still from any seeing any new nintendo switch hardware what are the big games left that are going to be coming out on switch right we're still waiting for metroid prime my guess is next year we're probably going to get yeah, probably some sort of big, the next big Mario game gets shown off earlier in the year, and that's the big holiday game since Breath of the Wild 2, which is now Tears of the Kingdom, is coming out in May, so that's kind of exciting, really. That means that there's some huge game that's going to be coming out next year, or it's a Pokemon game that uh, we've, yet, we've yet to see. Things we did not get. We did not get Metroid Prime Remastered, which is... You know, talked about literally at every single... Before every Nintendo Direct, once rumors start flying, we're going to get Metroid. There's a lot of talk that we were going to get Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. Didn't get those, but the fact that we did get the announcement for this, for the Tears of the Kingdom and it being in May, I think actually means that it's much more likely we do get those games. Because now, once you have Tears of the Kingdom, boom, you get that. Means that, don't be surprised if in a year, we see Hyrule Warriors, Tears of the Kingdom, right? That's probably going to be the next big thing there, right, is the whatever the Hyrule Warriors sort of sequel to that Zelda game we will probably get. So all in all, it was a great direct, a lot of cool games, a lot of Square Enix. So if you're not a fan of JRPGs, probably not the, (laughs) the, the one you were hoping for. Nonetheless, I thought it was pretty good, at least for me. I'm a JRPG fan, so I found a lot of it to be exciting, a lot of it to be fun. We'll have to see what the rest of the year holds. So with that, guys, as always, thank you for listening.